They say, when you are living in accordance to your sole purpose, it should feel very uncomfortable, and walking it can make you squirm, because your soul has never walked that path before. The Uncharted is supposed to evolve us, but the things that enable growth back to our core essence are so damn uncomfortable, and at times they can make you squirm. So squirm, be uncomfortable, let go, but most of all, allow, and eventually you will arrive at liberation. So who the heck am I? My parents gave me the name Kaylin. In fact, they discovered my name from a BYU football player. You gotta have that Utah-esque, you know, to the name. So yeah, you guessed it. I grew up here in Utah in a little bubble called Pleasant Grove. Pleasant Grove, baby. I grew up in a very, very isolated community of Mormons. And I do not say that in a judgmental way. However, I did leave that religion. Just a little backstory. Growing up, I was a really funny kid. A little shit, I would say. My parents definitely did not think I was funny. I wasn't the type of child that would fall in line and just do what you were told. I always fought on everything. Anything that I was supposed to be a part of or you just do this because everybody does this, I was really bad. I was the boss of myself. So when it came down to going to church, yeah, that was really tough for my parents, I'm sure. I didn't just fall in line. Hell no. I'm not about to sit here in this class and learn about a guy that was swallowed by a well. I looked for an escape route and I found the window to be a great option. You know those windows at the church if you were an LDS member. Latter-day Saint, I should say. They had these windows in the old church buildings and they would slant open, little tiny crevice. I would make sure I got in there first and I would pop that little window open. My little person would get in that little crevice and I would slip out outside free. Funny story, I would often catch my mother sneaking out of church and getting away in her car as I was sneaking out the window. Yeah, ironic. I had a friend that would regularly sneak out with me and she was on my page. So we would go to her house most of the time. Her house was a great place for us to go. She had tons of snacks there. However, the times we couldn't go to her house, we would go into the auditorium in the church and they had those big thick curtains. We would hide under those curtains. We would spill all the tea to each other there. Unfortunately, our hiding spot was uh, divulged to some of the ward members. And let me tell you, a ward is a community of the members that go to a church. So the community that goes to a certain church at a certain time in a certain area is a ward. So our ward members somehow discovered that we had found this amazing hiding spot and they uh, checked up on us um, every so often and we weren't allowed to hide there anymore. <laughs> so uh, that was very short-lived, very short-lived. We had to get really uh, creative at that point. When I say that, oh, her house is great because she had snacks. Okay, when you're a kid, you are a hungry, growing monster. 
and um, the church doesn't allow you to really eat during its process. It's not, it's not a thing you do unless it's a special day or at all. So we would go and we would get snacks at her house and that was the freaking probably best part of the whole experience was food. So yeah, I just didn't really fall in line with church. Not only because I was hungry and I wanted snacks, I just never enjoyed the process of church. In fact, I only remember blips of things I learned and I know them by the pictures I drew in class. Those are my memories, okay? I would love to draw. So yeah, that stuck with me. Everything else, I was so mentally checked out and that was starting from when I can remember about eight years old. I officially left the church when I was 16. The reason I was able to get away with so much shit, the supervision, me, my brother and sister was very little and pretty shitty. I grew up to be kind of the parent figure for myself and brother and sister. I was able to get away with a lot of crap. You know, it's a good thing I wasn't super bad because I could have gotten away with murder if I wanted to. I was somewhat, <laughs> I was somewhat good, naturally. So thank you to the being that I was naturally. I was baptized at eight years old, which is also one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. The whole memory of baptism is so cringeworthy. The clothing that they make you wear, that thick burlap potato sack kind of outfit that's so ugly. I'm gonna say it, don't care how disrespectful that is. So ugly. You wear this in some bathtub, which I also realize I'm being kind of an asshole. These are real feelings right now. <laughs> these are real feels. So they only build these bathtubs in certain churches. I went to another church to get baptized and I was already really feeling uncomfortable with the idea. First of all, as an eight-year-old, I had the mentality of what in the hell could I have done wrong that has to be washed away in a bathtub as if I have just murdered someone because everybody has to stand around and watch that. And second, how weird is it imperfect human baptizes a child that is so goddamn innocent. A child at eight years old can hardly even do wrong. <laughs> My brother and I, if anyone has ever seen the gremlins, just imagine that was us. My mom was gone a lot of the time. She was a full-time nurse and we were little shits, so we would invite the whole neighborhood over to our house. We were the fun house, no supervision. I honestly can just think of that movie Gremlins. If anyone has ever seen Gremlins, that was totally me and my brother. And one of the days, we decided to have the whole neighborhood over. Showed them some cartoon porn. <laughs> I am seriously dying. Still mortified till this day about this incident. I think I am more scarred than the people we showed because the look on their face, I will never forget. It was like instant knowing we had made a huge mistake definitely not my responsibility to show anybody that. We were kids, we didn't know any better and there was no supervision. Apparently, we were the bad family because we knew about weird shit. <laughs> when you are a kid, your perspective on life is so impressionable by the people you are around. So when you're told certain things, you mold into that with no question. You come down here to the earth, such a pure being. You're pure, you're divine. There's nothing wrong with you. And then all of a sudden you're popped out and you're feeling abandoned from your mom's womb. 
you're instantly feeling, feeling, feeling life. From that point on, you're being molded. You're molded and you just want to fit in. You want to feel that love. That's all we want, unconditional love. So we mold. And when you're told that you have to get baptized because that's how you take your place within this community, in this church, even if you question it, you're going to do it. Even if you question it, because you, you're not trying to be left behind, okay? That's in our DNA deep, deep. We don't want to be left behind. That means that we will not survive. With that being said, I was baptized because I wanted to survive. This is not the exact lesson that they tell you when you're eight, but when you're young, like I said, you have no experience to pull from to understand what they're teaching you. So you take their teachings and kind of imply that in a way that is not based on maturity and experience and reasoning. Eight-year-old me, I got baptized to please my parents, to please my entire family, to be accepted, to be loved, to have friends. I had a really good conversation with my sister. It was all about the subconscious, our mind, how that works, and how the subconscious really shows up and what it is when you break it down. It's crazy. You can understand something so well and then you say it out loud. You're like, damn, that makes more sense. I learn differently. I am a left-handed person, right-minded. I didn't really do school very well. Their lessons did not cater to left-handed people. I hope these can help somebody that needs the help to learn in a different way so it will actually stick and make sense. I'm definitely that kind of person. So I hope it makes sense. And maybe it won't even make sense at all. I'm gonna draw pictures as I do some of these episodes because I have these images and these visuals that come through so strong. And these visuals may help you unfold a lesson in a different way. So I got home today and my sister was sitting at the table I walked into a flood of heavy emotion. She was telling me that she's been feeling just overwhelmed about this class she's trying to take. My sister and I lived together. Growing up, we didn't have great parenting. In fact, it was pretty bad. As an adult, it's been really kind of crazy dissecting the mind, putting it back together in a way that makes more sense to who I really am. A lot of me and my siblings mentality growing up was negative. It's because our parents, very negative. Everything was a burden. Everything was bad. Everything was a judgment. Everything was negative. I grew up thinking that was life. I am still working extremely hard to break these patterns and conditions in my mind. I have been able to shed a lot of layers. Mental state really does dictate where you go and how happy you are. What comes into your life and what rewards you get what beings come into your life. Because when you're in a negative loop, man, you're not attracting very good people into your life, and that's a big sign. So I walked in with this heavy feeling, and my sister and I are both working very hard on shedding these things together, which is awesome. And her awareness is becoming so crisp. I could totally see the subconscious in action. Getting into that hard drive is very important. So this conversation was all about that. I wanted to help my sister understand she's a little bit younger, seven years younger, and she's so much more aware than I ever was. She was stuck in a loop, a subconscious loop, and it was just repeating and, and playing over and over and over again. And how I want to explain this to anyone who doesn't really truly understand what the subconscious is, 
the subconscious is not your thinking like crisp thought. It's not your mind. It's not the mind that thinks up things to think about. It does that, but in the background. Subconscious is very background. Hard software that is so deep in your computer system that you almost can't even access all of it until you unlayer one layer at a time. The subconscious starts forming when we are young. From the moment we break out of that womb, subconscious starts up. In fact, it probably could even start while we are in the womb. What happens is our experiences and our beliefs are what really charge this. So when we have a situation in our life where we hear someone else's belief, or we see somebody living a belief that they have, or we're told that we have to believe something because survival and our instincts are to survive, we buy it as truth. Seeing somebody, let's just say at school, the girls at school are talking and you overhear them talking saying that if you have a backpack that is blue, then you are not cool. Let's just say you're not a cool person. If you have a blue backpack, you have to have pink and red. You hear this conversation and your little being, because you're so young and impressionable, you think, man, that's, yeah, yeah, well, I want to be cool. I want to be cool. So I'm going to buy that as truth. That is a subconscious download. You're storing it in there, okay? And you may not even know that you're doing this. That's the crazy thing. A belief is a program, a program that you can insert into a computer, push install, and then it becomes a part of that hardware, that hard drive. That is what the subconscious does and that is how we get beliefs in the subconscious. We hear something that somebody may believe and either we see that this belief is bringing this person success, we buy it as truth because we see evidence that this belief could be true. So then we click install or we buy into beliefs that aren't necessarily our truth when we are told certain things by our community, our family, our friends, school. We buy into these beliefs because we are wanting to fit in. We want to be a part of the community. Example, I was at a restaurant and I overheard this dad and son talking. The son was so excited to tell his dad that he was no longer lactose intolerant. And it seemed up to this point of him telling this dad, they both were lactose intolerant. Now the son is telling him, I'm no longer lactose intolerant. His dad responded, we will always be lactose intolerant. I totally in this moment felt like, yep, I'm an alien. I'm an alien observing this freaking conversation. I can see this conversation happening from five different perspectives. And honestly, I was like, man, this is what our conditioning is. This is what our beliefs are. This is like what we become from what we believe. And this is shit, you know? If his son were to buy that as truth, maybe his body really did overcome it and his body could tolerate lactose. If his son believed what the dad was saying, that was a belief that the dad had, that's not actually the truth. His body's different than the dad's. Yes, they are related. That doesn't necessarily mean because one person in our family has an issue, that means we're gonna have it for sure. That is a belief. 
That's a program we're downloading and we're gonna make it happen if we buy it. So if his son were to believe the dad and he clicked, yep, install, he could very well make himself lactose again. This may be an example that's a little hard to wrap your mind around. If you are just thinking about putting your big toe in the ocean of possibilities. Anyhow, the encounter with the son, he agreed with the dad and I felt so sad because I wish so badly I could have said, you don't have to believe that, you know? When you're little, you are so impressionable and you believe what your parent says because you think they have your best interests at heart and they love you and you want them to love you so you buy and believe what they tell you. And that's where a lot of our beliefs start is our parents. And if we have really shitty parenting growing up, our belief system's probably really crumbling right now. I just want to clarify, I am in no way, shape, or form insinuating this can't be true. I am not a doctor or anything of the sort, and I am not advising anybody to not seek medical help. I am just saying it's an interesting thing to look at some of the things that are happening in our life and question them. They may be something you bought into that somebody told you or something that you heard. I am not insinuating that he is a bad dad because of this. This is not the case. It's just an example of something I witnessed, you know? And if we aren't aware and in tune with ourselves, it's really easy to buy these things and just apply them. We have been living this way for a very long time, buying into other people's lies and truths. We buy into beliefs because the people that we bought them from believed in other people's lies. And then their lies and their lies and their lies. And who even knows how far back this goes? We buy into lies and truths that aren't really our truth. What we built our life upon is crumbling. As we can see, the world is crumbling and we are having to ask what we actually believe and who we trust. It can be a little frightening when you have your whole life based around these specific beliefs and values. You have structured everything around it. So how many lies have you bought into? How many lies have you bought into? We're just skimming the surface, my friends. We are skimming that surface and I am stoked to get you unraveled. Let's get that ball of yarn unraveled. I'm going to share with you my first tool has been a life changer, game changer. Once you start using this tool and all the others that come with this later on, you will never look back. I tell you what, this works like a charm. The funny part is it's so damn simple and you're gonna probably think I'm joking. I ain't joking, my friends. This shit works like a freaking charm. You can set yourself free from all the nonsense we have been conditioned to believe and you will be magically liberated. Another perk is this tool does not exert much energy. Okay, so this tool comes from Access Consciousness. Access Consciousness is something that has tremendously changed my life. I am not sponsored by them whatsoever. I don't even think they do sponsorships. I did, however, take their course. I am certified to do Access Consciousness bars, which is an energy thing. Not Reiki, but its own energy thing, and it's awesome. I will get into that in the future. Super awesome stuff. But I'm here to tell you, this is no joke. This stuff works. If you are just open-minded, 
It will work for you. You can change your life. So let's freaking go. When you get to something that makes you feel ick, or when you do something that creates an ick feeling, this is perfect to ask yourself. You need to check in. You need to check in with yourself. And yourself is your best friend, your teacher, your guidance, your everything. We all have a personal guru that is completely made for us. And it's called our higher self. Man, we have a guru. How about that? Okay, back to what I'm saying here. Example time. When you get to a place and you feel ick. If you've ever looked at yourself in the mirror and you kind of felt a gross feeling or you judged yourself and you heard yourself judging yourself and you're like, what the crap am I judging myself for? Or maybe you didn't even really catch the drift that you were judging yourself, but you got the ick feeling. It will create an ick feeling. It makes you not feel very good when you judge yourself. I mean, I have plenty of experience in my past of judging myself hard. So you get to the mirror and you're like, damn, man, I'm looking old. Ew, whatever, whatever's going on there. All those judgments, okay? Who told us that? Who told us how to judge ourselves like that? This is the part where it gets crazy because where in the heck did we learn how to look at ourselves in the mirror and instantly start judging? Like what the hell? Who taught us that? Let's scratch all of that crap because none of it's true. None of it's true. There is no doctrine, no Bible, no nothing out here telling us this is the way it's supposed to be in your physical appearance. Nope, we're all different and we all are beautiful. Yep, I'm gonna sound corny right now, but we are all beautiful. So what the freaking crap are we judging ourselves for? So that feeling, stop right there. Stop in your tracks and you're gonna say, what lies am I choosing to create this judgment or these judgments of me am I choosing, okay? And I'm gonna tell you right now, I want you to uncreate and destroy all of that garbage. I want you to uncreate and destroy it. And you, all you have to do right now is agree to yes. If you want to, if you wanna get rid of that ick, you say yes in your mind or out loud. I mean, heck, might as well verbalize it. Give yourself the empowerment of, yeah, I want this shit gone. Okay. What lies are you choosing to create the judgment of you are you choosing? And all of that, can we please uncreate and destroy all of that? And this is going to sound a little hocus pocus. I get it. I understand. I've been in your shoes and it does sound hocus pocus. But this is called a clearing statement. This is the clearing statement that clears the energy behind the belief. You don't need to get to the why of the belief. You just need to clear it. Why go back and revisit a wound when it was created when you can just clear it? Scratch. Gone. This is that. If you want more information on what this clearing statement is, which is awesome, I would highly recommend checking it out. It is at theclearingstatement.com. Simple. This is the clearing statement, my friends. Get your pencils out. <laughs> Just kidding. I will totally put this in the description. Uncreate and destroy. So right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. That's it. And once you have this memorized, if you want to have it memorized and clear whatever the hell you want to clear, 
it will change your life. I tell you what.